Is everybody ready? Amen. Brother Zach, please come forward and share with us a song. Amen. All right, I know you might freak out because I'm fixing to turn you to Psalm 107, which is 43 verses long, but I'm also going to ask you to stand with me right now. And we're going to sing Revelation 411. And somebody else is going to start us off. If you're going to present Psalm 107, and four of the highlights are, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and His wonderful works until the children of men, it makes you consider the Lord's goodness Amen. and His wonderful works. We are His wonderful works. We were created. It is for His glory, His honor, His power, His praise. Everything is His. Everything was made by Him. Everything is for Him. Amen. It's your responsibility. It's your pleasure. It's your privilege. It should be your joy. It should be your everything. It's incredible. Psalm 107, let's get started. we got some work cut out for us, or I have my work cut out for me. Follow along as I read Psalm 107. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endureth forever. Amen. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom He hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy, and gathered them out of the lands from the east and from the west, from the north, from the south. They wandered in a wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them out of their distresses, and He led them forth by the right way, that they may might that that they might go to a city of habitation. Right. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men, Amen. for He satisfieth the longing soul and filleth the hungry with soul with goodness. Right. Such as sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, being bound in affliction and iron. Because they rebelled against the words of God and contemned the counsel of the Most High. Therefore he brought down their heart with labor. They fell down and there was none to help. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble and he saved them out of their distresses. Amen. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and brake their bands in sunder. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and his wonderful works to the children of men. Amen. For he hath broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron in sunder. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, are afflicted. Their soul abhorreth all manner of meat, and they draw near unto the gates of death. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and He saveth them out of their distresses. He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. 
Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. They that go down to the sea in ships that do business in great waters, these see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For he commandeth and raiseth the stormy wind which lifteth up the waves thereof. They mount up to the heaven. They go down again to the depths. Their soul is melted because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man and are at their wit's end. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he bringeth them out of their distresses. He maketh the storm a calm so that the waves thereof are still. Then are they glad because they be quiet. So he bringeth them unto their desired haven. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them exalt him also in the congregation of the people and praise him in the assembly of the elders. He turneth rivers into a wilderness and the water springs into dry ground, a fruitful land into barrenness for the wickedness of them that dwell therein. He turneth the wilderness into a standing water and dry ground into water springs. And there he maketh the hungry to dwell that they may prepare a city for habitation. And sow the fields and plant vineyards which may yield fruits of increase. He blesseth them also, so that they are multiplied greatly, and suffereth not their cattle to decrease. Again, they are minished and brought low through oppression, affliction, and sorrow. He poureth contempt upon princes, and causes them to wander in the wilderness where there is no way. Yet setteth he the poor on high from affliction, and maketh him families like a flock. The righteous shall see it and rejoice, and all iniquity shall stop her mouth. Whoso is wise and will observe these things, even they shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord. Let's, let's get busy observing some things. It's amazing to me. We were destined for hell, the lake of fire, eternal damnation. Demons, the devil, gnashing, weeping for all eternity. It starts off, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Amen. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Yes. So we start off. Let's go ahead and just get rid of everything else. What do you have that was not given to you? Nothing. Nothing. The only thing that you have to give back to him since he's given you everything is praise and thanks. That's, that's, that's a full-time job right there because he is always good. His mercy endureth forever. Our praises should endure just as long. And plus, not to mention, we're going to be doing it for all eternity. You know, your praises only count right now. Like, think about it. He uses trials and oppression and affliction and all these so-called negative things to refine your praises. You know, you think about it, it's easy to bless the Lord and praise Him when everything's going good, right? It should be. But that's when we forget God. That's when we wax fat and kick. Freedom, liberty, blessing, all of which America has the most of, has never, ever made somebody better. We, we are distracted by these things. We forget God. Our praises wax. They, they kind of taper off. But the Lord is so good. Let's consider His wonderful works. His wonderful works are this. He deserves great glory, honor, and praise. Amen. He blesses us. He redeemed us. He, salvation. What's better than salvation? But then on top of that, He gives you your cake and lets you eat it too. He sits there and gives you houses, homes, lands, brethren. You were lonely. You were a wanderer. Look, at, look around. Many of us came from the east and the west and the north and the south. He brought us together into a land of habitation. We were wanderers. I want you to remember as I'm speaking all these different categories. I'm not going to talk about the Israelites. That's what the commentary, commentators want to talk about. I want to talk about us in real time. The Lord, I want you to remember when you were lonely 
when you were in a pit, when you were in the dark, and the Lord burst on the scene with light. He gave you light. You were by yourself. He comforted you. He's our comforter. Not only that, so what does he do? He blesses you with a family. Some of you have forsaken everything. Some of you have your families in here. Some of us didn't have family. We had to leave our families, but he gave us a family. He gave us a city to dwell in. We were hungry and thirsty for righteousness. He has fed us. But we've got to be careful. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and his wonderful works. That's a warning. Your praises are never more genuine and sincere than when you're in distress and you're crying out upon the Lord. You're never closer to the Lord than when you're in distress and you're crying out. And just know this. You're not crying out to your wife. You're not crying out to your kids. You're not crying out to your dad. You're not crying out to your brother. You're crying out to the Lord because nobody here can deliver me. Nobody here can save me. Nobody here can bless me. Only the Lord can. And all these categories are to bring you to your end, to your wit's end. Are you having a trial? Are you, do you have some affliction in your life right now? It's light. It's a light affliction. I want you to think about that. Think about all the times you were hungry, thirsty, alone, hurt, in pain, angry, lost, in danger, cold, hot, weak, ignorant, rebellious, wicked, humbled, set back. Two words. Sum up all these things. Light afflictions. You're going to continue to go through these things because he is worthy of praise. And it needs to be holy. He is holy. He, he, he is holy. He commands us to be holy. No man shall see the God without being holy. So he has to refine us. He can't refine us by dumping presents on us all the time. That doesn't work. We wax fat. We kick. We're just like the Israelites. Light afflictions, which are but for a moment and worketh for us a, more, a far more exceeding and yes. eternal weight of glory. Amen. So we go through the wanderer, the wanderers first. He's fed us. He's comforted us. He's put us in a place with, with people, with brothers and sisters of like precious faith. We think alike. We have each other's best interest. He's so good. Amen. If he takes those things away, is he any less good? No. no. All it does is remind you how good you had it. You weren't appreciative and you weren't thankful like you should have been. So let's get busy remembering how, just how good he is and start praising him for his goodness and his wonderful works. We go down to the prisoner. Were you in jail? Were you locked up? Yeah, you were. You were a slave to the devil. Mm -hmm. The strong man came in and raided his castle and took us back. We've been delivered. We were in there. That's unbelievable. For our sins, for our rebellion, our wickedness, he forgives us. He comes in there and breaks the bars of brass asunder. Nobody else can do that. None of you. None of you can save like that. It's amazing. The salvation of the Lord. This is how good God is. We're so wicked that after he puts us in this flock, he puts us in a habitation, he feeds us, he delivered us from the enemy, gives us a house and home. Here's how wicked we are. Fools. It talks about fools here. Prone to wonder, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. How can he do these good things? How can he reveal his goodness in, in, in this way, in these wonderful works? And what do we do? We turn our backs and we run away from the Lord and His ways and His will and His good. He has these things, His will, His word to follow because that's where you will be blessed. But we're like a bunch of wild asses. The grass is always greener on the other side and we want to run over there. We, this is how good He is. We get right up to the gates of death. How good is He? We deserve to go. He, somebody should be there welcoming us. Come in. But no, He stops us. We're running 100 miles an hour straight for the gates of death, and he puts a wall there. We crash into it. We end up being on life support, put in the hospital, but he sends his word, and it heals us over and over again. 
Amazing. There's a lot of people that bad things happen to, and they sit there, and they blame God. They get mad at God. They wonder, why, God? Are you kidding me? I've done that. Recently, I've done that. I've questioned God. I was like, Job, I don't want to compare myself to Job. That's how wicked we are. You take a righteous man that God used who was righteous, who did bless and worship God even in the trials to be an example to us how we are to respond when God takes everything away that he gave us. Did he take his life away? No. Did he bless him even greater in the end? Yes. Did he correct Job somewhere in the middle? Does he correct us? It's incredible. Let him take it away. Pastor's over there talking about Look at Abraham. He's the friend of God. He had the promises of God. We're faithless. We forget the promises. We forget his word, but then he sends it. He gets us in a place where we have to cry out and remember, and he heals us over and over again. Some of my favorite verses, all of you know, are Psalm 119, 67, 71, and 75. And it is how the Lord uses afflictions to teach you. We're idiots. Blessing doesn't teach. Blessing makes us blind it's brother eric had me messed up he gets up here to give thanks for a good thing and he's talking about peter being in a boat and he's you're doing your reasonable best you're in the right place at the right time doing your job and there's no results and you're over there and you're growing weary and the lord shows up you're at your wits end you've done everything you can and you got no results you ever been there (laughs) you've done everything you can you've done all the right stuff the lord shows up hey you got anything? Knowing full well you don't. <laughs> Put your nets on the other side. And then we answer again. Unbelievable. Lord, we want to tell the Lord our plight, right? It's, it's hilarious to me. I've done just, what does it lead him to do? Humility is the key. Humility is the, then they cried out. How do we keep ourselves in that constant state of humility? I haven't figured it out yet. I got the affliction thing down. <laughs> It does work. It is effective. It does teach. I do learn. And there's a lot of times where I look back and I'm like, not doing that again. But I find some new way to sin. And the Lord finds some new way to heal me, some new word. It's incredible. Amen. He's amazing. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and his wonderful works until the children of men. Amen. He's so good and his works are so wonderful. We got the wanderer. We got the, the prisoner. We got the, the fool. Uh, and then there's the independent guy taking care of his business, the sailor. He's competent. He's got his, he's got, man, he's got it down. You know, he's over there taking care of his business, traveling around. You know, I'm a businessman taking care of mine. What does the Lord do? I love it. I hate being dependent upon anybody. I hate, it makes you feel weak. It makes you needy. I want to be the go-to guy. You know, I want to be... It's like Adam Green. I think of Adam Green as like the go-to guy. You know, it's like if somebody needs something, he like he does it all. You know, it's like, but even Adam can't do certain things. You know, and there's certain things that you know Dad can help you out with. You're a kid, and you oh, you look at your dad like oh, I'll just go to Dad. He'll help me out. Or you know what, whatever spouses, maybe a wife or a husband. You know, there's needs that they can fulfill and whatnot, and cry on your shoulders and. The Lord gets you to a point where all those relationships don't count for anything. I love, it's a, he's good. It's a wonderful work. Right. And how can we stay there? How can we get there and stay there? Because then we get there, we get comforted. We're like, okay, I'm okay now. You know, you wipe this snot into tears and you get back up and instantly you forget how good he was. He just fed you with manna. He just fed you with quail. He just sat there and had fire at night and a cloud of pillar during the day. And you complain and murmur. We're sick. 
It's unbelievable. He just delivered us. We want to run back into the prison that he pulled us out of. He did all these things. He reveals himself to us. And it's incredible. It's amazing. The sailor. What does he do? What does the Lord do? He heaps up some, some wind, which heaps up some waves and some water, yes. some clouds. The whirlwind. Oh, Irma. <laughs> Irma. No, that's the Lord. You know, he walks upon the clouds. He's just taking a walk. It just happens yes. to be walking, you know, along Florida. Just taking a stroll. You know why the whirlwind comes? Go, read Job 37, 13. One of the reasons of correction. Right. All that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and his wonderful works unto the children of men. People sit there and they freak out. They go get water and gasoline and they buy food and bread and like that's going to save them. You know, that they go to some shelter, they drive away and like, no mention of God. No mention of why this, the origin of where this thing comes from and what it's, the, it will fulfill its purpose. We will praise him. He will get praise. He will get glory. He is worthy. He deserves it. It's, I love it. It's amazing. It's a, the force that he has. We get to see an aspect of him, a facet of the Lord and his power and his might in these things. And let us not complain. Let us not sit there and look at it and be scared and fearful. Let us rejoice and know that he is sovereign. And his providence is a lesson. These things teach us things. So he wiped your house off its foundation. Let me tell you about a foundation. Let me tell you about a foundation that's built upon a rock. There are winds that are blowing right now. There are waves that are beating upon a house that's built upon this rock. And there are rains that are falling of epic proportions. But that house is standing. And this is in the day of judgment. This is, these people need to understand our house is built upon this rock and it will not be removed off its foundations no matter what comes. I want you to put on the spectacles of faith. I want you to have binoculars and I want you to be like Paul and I want you to see that finish line. And I want you to understand that there's going to be things that come. There's going to be these trials and afflictions. It's to refine us and our praise, to perfect our praise. Oh, that men would praise the Lord yes. for his goodness and his wonderful right. works unto the children of men. There is nothing that has happened to you that he did not ordain. Right. And it was not to make, for nothing else better, to better you, to perfect you, right. to make your praise more acceptable. Let me, let me leave it to you like this. Your praise means more right now in these imperfect bodies. Think about it. You're going to die and you're going to be perfected and go to heaven. Come on. Perfect praise for eternity? Yeah, because you're in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Think about how much more your praise means to him here with all this stuff upon us. I went to bed super late last night. I didn't plan on it. I was thinking I was going to be responsible, you know, and go to bed early. But I figured if I'm talking about, oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and his wonderful works, I was like, I want a song. I want to praise you. I want to praise you for your goodness and your wonderful works. Sarah's over there. She hung with me for a little bit, you know. Redeemed in how I love to proclaim it. Redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I I sat there and listened to that one, sang that one. I started going, count your blessings. Name them one by one. Are you kidding me? It's going to take the rest of your life. There's always a song that needs to be sung. He gives the, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Have you ever realized... It's like exercising or working out, or, or, or not only that, but doing something that you don't want to do. Maybe some paperwork, some schoolwork, whatever. 
and you're over there dragging, you're procrastinating. But then like once you sit there and you're like, you commit and I'm going to do this thing. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, that wasn't that bad. You know, you're looking to the Lord like, Lord, help me with this. Give me strength, you know, be with me. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, you, oh, it feels yeah. good. You get into it and you just, you kill it. You crush it. Yes. Thank you, Lord. I didn't feel like it, but you, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Think about this. You have a spirit of heaviness. Maybe some of you are heavy right now. You don't feel like praising. Are you kidding me? It's like the opposite. But that's what the Lord tells you to do. Here's what's awesome. You start doing it. Man, all of a sudden, whatever that problem was or whatever that, that heaviness was, it falls by the wayside. And we, we need, So we got to work on it. So the Lord's going to continue to allow these things to happen until we learn these lessons. Now, I'm, you know, I sit there, I think about Paul. Paul walked with the Lord Jesus. He had a revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. He went to the third heaven, saw things that were unlawful to speak about. What did the Lord have to do? Had to give him a thorn in the side to keep him humble, right? You got Paul begging the Lord three times, take this away from me. My grace is sufficient. Good enough, Lord. I got your word now. You tell me your grace is sufficient. I trust you. That's good enough. That's awesome. So we need to find that word. We need to find that revelation. We need to walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to get what he's trying to give us and realize, oh, I can do this. I got, I got your word. I have your promises. I can't praise you in heaven like I can praise you right now. I'm going to praise you better. It will be perfected, but it's going to mean a lot more with these things upon you, these trials and tribulations, which are but light afflictions, which he tells us. It's a matter of getting this word right now. Maybe you're not going through a storm. I'm leaving on this one. Maybe you're not going through a storm right now. Maybe, maybe you've just been blessed. This is a warning. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and his wonderful works unto the children of men is a warning to you. Because every single time he talks about poverty, in plenty. The Lord knows how to get your attention. Oh, right. oh! You, you start relying on this blessing that I gave you. You get comfortable. What does he do? Snatches the carpet yes. from out underneath you and all of a sudden, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Give it back. You fought, you're prostrate on the ground begging God. And I, oh, okay. We forget. We got to remember. We have to, we have to praise. We have to do what it says. Oh, that men would praise the Lord yes. for his goodness and his wonderful. Yes. Don't be distracted by it. Don't, don't be blinded by the blessing. Right. Stay close. Stay focused on the finish line. Those blessings come, sure. Hey, thank you, Lord. I'm going to keep rejoicing, keep praising. On that note, we're going to sing, Come Thou Fount. We're so prone to wander. Yes. Right. We want him to take our hearts and seal it. Yes. Lord, keep us close. Keep us humble. We have to humble ourselves. Humble ourselves. And he will lift us up. And he does lift us up. Right. So many of you guys do humble yourselves over and over again. I'm the guy that gets humbled and then he lifts up. I hate, I hate being that guy. I want to be the guy that humbles himself continually and walks with the Lord and is consistent. The Lord gets his glory either way, and I'm thankful for that, and it's for his name's sake. You know, I just I want to do better. I hope this stirs us up, all of us. Lord be praised. Amen.